Good to be here on a Sunday. It feels good, dude. I'm I'm happy today because I'm on the I'm the I'm on the roller coaster up of my first cup of coffee, dude. And you know, there's all dude. There's there's a lot for me to talk. There's a lot for me to talk about. I might I might not even get to everything. And some of them are dumb videos. I mean, most of them are done, are done videos, and then some of them are thoughts on shit, and then we're just gonna wax poetic, and and that's some shit that, you know, it felt good to say that, and you know, a lot of times when people say wax poetic, it, it kind of you're like, why the fuck did you just say that? But it also kind of feels gangster to say it, and and here's a meaning in case anyone doesn't know what that means. To become increasingly verbose, uh, often a pejorative. No, I don't like that. Uh, to speak in an increasingly verbose. Okay, wait. So it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wax poetic means like to over talk about shit. But if for me specifically, it just it just means talk a lot. I mean, is this podcast verbose? Too much talking? Yeah, dude, it's fucking hot. Where's the? Where's the fucking? I need to turn on the AC. Um, yeah, is this podcast for both sometimes? Yeah, it is. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it, man? Um, let's do a little check-in, okay? We're sweet. We're, you know, we're starting. We start to start the show off with number one, me not being able to talk. Number two, we do a little check-in, dude. We say, we say, how are we feeling? How am I feeling? How are you guys feeling? I want to, you know, honestly, I want to know how you're feeling. But, you know, I don't, I don't, um... I don't. I guess I don't have a place for you guys to all say, "Hey, Dill, here's the," and you guys are allowed to call me Dill. A lot of people call me Dill, and no, a lot of people don't call me Dill. And then uh, there's a certain person in the world that does call me Dill, and if you aren't in my mind that person, I don't like it when you call me Dill. And I don't really know how to explain to you who that person is because some of them are friends, some of them are former lovers. Don't know why I said it like that. You know, some of them are family members. It just depends how I feel about you and, you know, what the vibe is, honestly. So, some of them are you. I think one of the listeners here calls me Dill. I think. I think Lo, Lo does. And you know what? Honestly, she earned it. She earned that shit. She sent me a bomb-ass, was it birthday present? Or I think it was Valentine's Day. She sent me a bomb-ass Valentine's Day present last year. So, she earned that shit. And you know, some of you guys... You can get the dill status. It ain't that hard. All right? I'm just saying. It's a specific type of person. Specific type of relationship. Um, yeah, dude. But, you know, maybe, maybe maybe you guys will... Maybe we'll start doing something where you, you send me a check-in, you know? You send me a check-in Saturday night, Sunday morning. And you just go, check-in. And that's, that's the title. You go, check-in. Or it's just called Check the Vibe. All right? It's just called check the. I like that. It's called check the vibe, and you set or is it called vibe check? I don't know. Everyone says vibe check though, so I'm gonna call it check the vibe because it's a little bit different, and we like being different here. Okay, it's called check the vibe. You tell me how you're feeling. You tell me what's up, and then we talk about it. Okay, 
I'm going to tell you the vibe for me right now. There's a lot of things going on. One, I agreed to work basically all the rest of this week, even though I have a shit ton of editing to do, and I shouldn't have done it, and I fucked up. So, not good, but what are you going to do? Number two, um, it's my birthday on Friday, and I don't know how I feel about that. Birthdays, strange for a lot of people. Some people do them well. Others, uh, like me, you don't really know how to feel. You don't really like them. You kind of feel weird having shit be about you, like, at that moment, even though your entire life you're, like, trying to have people look at you, but it's, like, in, in your control. Where and, and birthdays are, I don't know, dude, it's, like, everyone's, like, reaching out to you and shit. You feel like you, you know what it is? You feel the pressure that, like, you have to do something, even though you, like, maybe don't want to. I'm like, yo, how about I decide? What day I want to do some shit. Instead of on my birthday, it's got to be this amazing day. And if it isn't, then then you feel like, oh shit, I didn't do my birthday right. You know, it's it's not good. But here's what I will say about birthdays. Okay, here's what I'm going to say about birthdays. A lot of people talk shit about other people that on their birthday make it all about themselves. Okay, or plan a lot of big shit. And here's what I have to say. All right. I am okay with that shit. And I know a lot of people might be like, oh, I would expect you to, to talk shit about those people that make it all about themselves. Here's the thing you can still be cool about it, all right, and not be some fucking Instagram thought. And that goes for male or female, or just some, you cannot be someone that makes it all about themselves and is annoying, okay? You can make your birthday about you and not make it annoying. But here's the thing, dude your birthday is the only fucking day. Actually, you know what? You can be annoying. Fuck it. You might lose some friends. You don't want to be too annoying. I mean, if you're a cool person, you probably won't be annoying because annoying people usually aren't tight. But you know what? Even if you want to be kind of annoying, guess what, dude? There's 365 and a quarter leap years, leap year, days in a year, right? You get one 24-hour period, and not even 24 hours, because eight of the hours, if you're being smart, are spent sleeping, okay? Not even, actually. Well, yeah, no. Eight of the hours are spent sleeping sleeping of that 24-hour period. You get one 24-hour period, dude, to just be like, you know what? I'm going to unabashedly take care of myself and make this day about me. Any other day, you make it about you. People get on you. Oh, you're being selfish. Whatever, whatever. No, 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 no. One day, you get to go, fuck that. It's my birthday. And I'm cool with that, dude. Do whatever you want. Make it your day. Say, fuck it. It's my birthday. You get one day, dude. You don't get a birthday week. You don't get a birthday month. Fuck that. You get one day. Okay? You earn it. As people, we, we earn at least one day a year. So... You want to be wild? You want to be you want to be a lot to deal with? Any of that shit takes on my seltzer. You want to be any of that? Go ahead. Mm. Go ahead. Go ahead and be go ahead and cry on your birthday, okay? Go ahead and do whatever. It's your fucking day. And I encourage you to I mean, don't be again, don't be annoyed, don't be a thought about it. Don't be fuck. Don't be, you know. You we want you to be kings and queens, not princesses and princes. Okay. 
because everyone always talks about like, oh, she's she's, she's such a princess. I feel like there isn't a male equivalent for that. Even though dudes can be just as fucking annoying about that shit than as girls can be. In different ways, though. But yeah, nah. Be a fucking... Don't be a whiny-ass prince or princess. You know? Maybe... More of the time, maybe it is girls. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Actually, you know what? When you think about birthdays, more of the time than often, it's... It, it it is chicks that are gonna be like I have a it's my birthday weekend it's I mean my one of my best friends did it the other day was like oh it's my girlfriend's birthday weekend so you know and I was like no no, no I don't know like what the birthday weekend doesn't exist but hey you know what it's harder for women out there so I get it but just have it be your day dude do whatever you want use the excuse it's my birthday if you want to go it's the one day where you shouldn't people please all right for real because most of our life is spent ple- trying to please other people whether we realize it or not we're always just people oh this person wants to hang out i kind of don't feel great but i'm gonna go hang oh shit i gotta oh i gotta do this oh i'm gonna yeah i'll answer this text or oh this person's asking me for something now, like it's just it's just all people pleasing dude that's what it is man it's just whether it's dating friends family, work. It's just people-pleasing, dude. That's what it is. A lot of life, you can fall into just pleasing other people. Hey, then you don't think about yourself, man. Um, you're a person. How would you please yourself every now and then? And I'm not talking about jacking off, okay? Because that don't, that, that don't feel the same. Don't know, yeah. That don't feel the same, that it, you know? That yeah, that's not the same, dude. That's that's acute. That's small. I'm talking about people pleasing your heart, dude. Please yourself to your heart. Right? Fucking take care of yourself. And do it on your birthday. You're allowed to do it on your birthday. You do some wild shit, you go, it's my birthday. I go, well, next 24 hours. I mean, you if you do some wild shit, I can be like, that's fucking insane. But if you say it's my birthday, I'll go, okay, to a degree, you know, not committing felonies and shit, but to a degree, I'll go, okay, someone's being annoying on the birthday. I'll go, all right, yeah, it is their birthday. You know, I have to eat my words a little bit because I'm saying this shit and something's going to happen in the future. I'm going to be like, oh, I, had, I talked about this and now I think this person sucks. You're, you know, you're allowed to do it. Granted, I don't really like to hang out with the kind of people that do that shit. But if you go, hey, it's my one day, man. I'm making it all about me. I go, fuck yeah. Do that. Don't please me at all. All right? I mean, guess what? I'm probably going to leave, but I'm not preventing you from doing the shit that makes you happy. That's the shit. When, when it's on your birthday, you expect everyone. I really hope. I really hope I didn't wear this shirt last year, last week too. Whatever, I shaved. I looked different enough. Um, that's the thing on your birthday where you, when you expect people to also accommodate your needs. That's kind of whack. Okay, that that's de- that's definitely whack. But if you're just making decisions to make you happy, yeah, that's cool. I fuck with that. It's it's dude. There's a line. It's nuanced, man. It's very nuanced. 
and we'll probably have to talk about it again. And maybe you guys will give me birthday examples about some shit that people did. And you're like, is this is this a birthday vibe or is this birthday over like over the top? I can't think of names for it for like a segment for that. And I also don't know if that is really that important to have a fucking segment for it. But yeah. Yeah. Okay speech about birthdays. That's about eight minutes. That was, that was a lot. That was a lot about birthdays. I feel like I have more to say. You know, sometimes I have these thoughts before the show and I'll go like, oh shit, I want to talk about this. And then what I hate is that my brain will start coming up with all these fucking ideas in that moment. And I'll be like, no, 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 save it. Oh, save it for the, and they'll be like, no, I'm making it. I'm, I'm making it now. You can't control me. And I'm like, no, dude, save it. Please save it. Like I want to, and then it'll go, no, 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 no. And I'll go, oh no, I'll remember. And then guess what? I don't. Oh, woo. I'm just saying, you know, and then I don't. And then I'm just like, Ugh. but I'm working on my birthday this, this year. I think I've done that once before. I don't know. Then at the end of the day, I'm like, I made money on my birthday. I did something. Then I come home. Maybe I'll get some ramen. I don't know. And that's it, dude. You know? After that, when I turn 30, maybe I'll do something. Who the fuck knows? But at the same time, if you feel so, like, pressured to do shit on your birthday, guess what? Guess guess the fuck what? Yeah. Hey, guess the fuck what? It's your day, dude. You're allowed to say, I don't want to do shit. I want to treat this like any other Friday. And that is your prerogative. Yeah, dude. Using words. That's your modus. No, what's M.O. mean? I got in an argument with someone about this the other day. Well, not an argument, but this new girl I'm seeing, I swear to God, it's like, I feel like we just... We just butt heads about everything that we talk about. And not even in like we don't like each other way. We're just like, we're both just argumentative people. I don't know if we're the words argumentative, contrarian. We just love to go, well, what about this though? And then so anything ever, she'll bring some shit up and I'll be like, well, what about this? Or then I'll be like, oh, that's that. And she goes, are you sure you're using that word right? And I go, this is gonna, this is, this is going great, you know? Just arguing about everything. Um, but no, she's really tight. Modus operandi. Modus operandi. Operandi. How do you say it? Modus. Mod, oh, fuck. How do you say it? Good fucking Merriam Webster. Who was Merriam Webster? What an idiot. I can't believe I just said that. Modus operandi. Modus operandi. Oh, fuck. Modus operandi. Modus operandi is a method of procedure. The best approach was to do things through quiet persuasion, which was his... James Traub, definitely. The best approach was to do things through quiet persuasion, which was his modus operandi. James Traub, second 1812. Especially, yep, modus operandi. 
Okay. Modus operandi. How do you use modus operandi in a sentence? The chef's modus operandi for preparing a meal always began with laying out all the ingredients and tools needed in the kitchen. Uh, so modus operandi is like your procedure. That's how you do shit. So, mm, I think... I think I used it right in the conversation. I'm not sure anymore. Who knows? No one speaks correctly. And then this is the picture that they put for a guy. Why is this? Some guy just motors up Randy and cyber profiling. Honestly, I'm not even going to put this on the screen because I don't feel like when I edit this video to take the five, the the two minutes to make sure this is cropped. So you guys can see this stupid guy. Um, who is Merriam-Webster? You know, man, sometimes I get curious about some shit. And I guess you, I bet you guys have had that thought too. And you're like, I've never looked that up before. Or maybe you have. And you're like, this is a, this is a little refresher. But regardless, you're going to learn some shit today. Because that's what happens no matter what. You're going to learn some shit, dude. We're 60 minutes in and the train is moving. Woo! Coal. I'm taking coal. I'm putting that shit in the stove and I thought I'm putting it in and I'm going choo 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 and I'm like the train is picking up speed and and then the conductor's like that's too much coal that's too much coal and I'm like no 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 man trust me I know and I, like, I throw some coal in there and then I take the lighter fluid which we're not you're not even supposed to put in a coal engine or steam engine whatever how the fuck trains work and I throw that shit in there and then the train's like fuck yeah <laughs> the, tra- the train the train all of a sudden fucking somehow puts up both its hands and it's like yeah and then rock music starts playing and the train's like trying to fucking go dude and the train goes from 60 to 80 and all of a sudden it's going 100 miles an hour dude and that's what this podcast is doing right now and the conductor all of a sudden grew long ass hair and he's got a battle axe and by a battle axe i mean a sick ass fucking electric guitar and he's playing that shit and we're going and he's just playing licks and he doesn't know where he's going dude but he knows that he's going and the destination and it's not about the destination, dude. It's just about the the trip. That's what they say, right? It's not about the destination. It's about fuck. What is that? What is that thing? It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. It's not about the destination. It's the journey, dude. And we know that we're on a journey, and we don't know where we're going, dude. But he's playing the licks, and we're going all over the place, and it's great, dude. And that's what that's what the show is right now, and that's what the show is in general, dude. Crazy train, okay. Already a song, already something really known. Already something very well known. Should I change the podcast's name to Crazy Train? Maybe. And it kind of fits in with with um, World Psychos. I mean, honestly, that's not a horrible idea. Maybe I'm going to change the name of the podcast to Crazy Train. I mean, the, the Sunday episodes. The, the full podcast will still be called World Psychos. Anyway, back to Merriam-Webster. Dude, for real, I don't know. How I just went on that tangent. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't understand how my brain works half the time. I don't know. I don't know what just happened. But but it did. And and it was great. Okay. Um Marianne Webster is an American. Come on, uh, publish his references books, blah blah blah. In 1831, George and Charles Merriam founded the company. G and C, so they are brothers, tight, tight, George and Charles, um, in Springfield, Massachusetts. In 1843, after Noah Webster died, I don't know who Noah Webster is, the company bought the rights to an American dictionary of the English language, English, why does it say English? English language from Webster's estate. 
All Merriam-Webster dictionaries trace their lineage to the source. Oh. In 1964, Encyclopedia Britannica, which always makes you feel smart when you say it. The the Britannica, for whatever reason, you're like, Britannica. Acquired Merriam-Webster, Inc. as a subsidiary. The company adopted its current name in 1982. Um, Okay, so... So Mary, so George and Charles Merriam, these fools were just a publishing company, G and C Merriam Co. It's actually pretty cool, G and C Merriam. And then they bought this fool out, Noah Webster, but he's dead. R.I.P. Let's let's read about him real quick, dude. 1806, he published his first dictionary. Imagine being like, I'm gonna publish a book that just defines other words, and no one's ever done that before like that's so crazy that he just like yeah i don't know what a lot of words are and i feel like when i ask people what what a word means a lot of times they gave me stupid fucking answers so i'm gonna make a book and i'm gonna get the right answer or he's like i'm gonna decide what words mean one of them's a little bit nicer the other one's like a little bit more diabolical but still cool you know he was like you know what that's what happened dude Noah Webster one day was like, all these people are using words wrong. Fuck this. I'm making a book so that everyone knows the right way to use the word laser beam. And laser beam wasn't even created back then. But he was just like, you know what? Everyone's saying pontificate and they think that it means floating the log down the river. And that's not what it means. So I'm making a book so that everyone knows what pontificating is. Noah Webster published his first dictionary in 1806, and that's what happened. 1807, Webster started two decades of intensive work to expand his publication into a fully comprehensive dictionary, an American dictionary of the English language. His first one was a a compendious dictionary. I don't know what that means. To help him trace the etymology of words, he learned 26 languages. Holy shit. He helped to standardize American speech since Americans in different parts of the country use somewhat different vocabularies and spelled, pronounced, and use words differently. This guy was really, he was trying to bring the country together, you know? Good for him, dude. He's probably racist. Um, <laughs> everyone listening is nodding their head like, yeah, no, he probably was. Uh, Webster completed his dictionary during his year abroad in 1825 in Paris at Cambridge. Damn. 1820 book. His 1820s book contained 70,000 words. Words, 12,000 of which never appeared in the dictionary before. And he believed the English spelling rules were unnecessarily complex. Yeah, dude, I like this guy. Damn. This guy was dope. So it's all about Noah. So Noah Webster was the main dude. And then Merriam-Webster bought his ass out. And then they put their name before his because because of alphabet, but also just because they're trying to like assert their dominance and now everyone thinks it's a it's one guy but everyone should know that noah webster was the real dude that was doing all the groundwork and then c and g or g and c g and c Merriam just bought his ass out after he died which by the way does anyone know whether how he died maybe maybe he was murdered i'm just that's a conspiracy theory that i'm starting right now dude okay Noah Webster was murdered by GNC by George and Charles Miriam. I'm starting that right now. And I 
think there's a lot of evidence that that he was. Damn, homie lived 58 to 43. That's fucking old. How old is that? 85? Damn. Yeah. How did he, how did he die? Let's hear it. See, it's like, what is it? What, dude, if someone started on Wikipedia, like um, a conspiracy tab on his thing, podcaster Dylan Paladino thinks, <laughs> thinks Noah Webster might have been killed by George and Charles Miriam. Let's see, how did he... How did he die? What the fuck? Death, born, died, 84, New Haven, Connecticut. Dude, where... Like, why can't you just tell... Views on slavery. Oh, shit! Oh, fuck! Webster helped found the Connecticut Society for the Abolition of Slavery in 1791. Dude, Webster was the boy. Webster was the homie, dude. He was trying to get rid of the slaves. As he should have. Obviously, we all were like, oh, he would have done that too. But dude, back then, he was doing that shit that most people would have spoken out against and been like, oh, that's bullshit. And he was like, fuck you, dude. This is fucked up. I'm making uh, I'm making a society to abolish this shit. And then, but by 1830s, rejected the new tongue. So America's daughter. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. And then he changed his mind? Oh, no. Oh, wait. Whoa. Okay. So, no, he didn't change his mind. But, again, nuance, dude. Nuance. Slavery is a great sin and a general calamity. But it's not our sin. Okay, so he, like, he wanted to, he wanted to get rid of it, but he didn't want to take, like, personal obligation. And, and um, he didn't want to say it was his fault. You know, so... Little bit of a little bit of a bitch move, but still, he was trying to he was trying to get it get it get it done. So you know he was still probably a little bit racist, but not as much as we maybe thought in the beginning. And damn, I mean, I didn't know. I think I was going to be talking about what is his name, John Noah Webster, at all. Damn, I'm. You know what's crazy? Oh, here we go. In 1840, a few days after he completing, on May 28th. A few days after he had completed revising an appendix to the second edition, and which month of, and with with much of his efforts with the dictionary still unrecognized, Noah Webster died. The rights to his dictionary were acquired by George and Charles Miriam Miriam, who murdered him. It should say, in 1843, from Webster's estate and all contemporary Merriam-Webster Webster dictionaries trace the lineage to that of Webster. Although many others have adopted his name, attempting to share in the popularity. Fucking posers. Dude. Dude. He was murdered, man. Definitely. He was murdered by George and Charles Merriam. And you know how I know that? Because murder back then was easy as fuck. It was so easy. You could just go up, shoot some fool in the head. I mean, did they even have guns? Yeah, they had guns. Yeah. But they, they weren't great. I mean, the guns they used back then, like, your head would explode. It's like straight up because it was just a big ball of lead. But you could just go up, cap some fool in the back of the head, and if no one saw you, you're Gucci, baby. You could go up, fucking straight up, put the dome piece to his dome piece, pull the trigger, blow that watermelon, and then walk off. And someone be like, oh, shit. You heard what happened to... 
You would you heard what happened to James? And you'd go, nah, even though you did. And they'd be like, homie got capped. And they would say it like that. They'd be like, no, they'd be like, he's he's his head I'm trying to think of what they fucking used. His 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 noggin was squashed. And and you'd be like, Oh, for heaven's sake. And you'd say it like that, even though in the head in the in your mind you'd be like, Well, I know who did it. But you'd be like, for heaven's sake, do they do do they know who squashed his noggin? And they'd be like, No, they have they haven't quite the idea, because there were no witnesses. Well, case closed. And then you'd go on with your day. And that's then you'd be like, that's horrible. God rest his soul, is what you would say. Anyone anyone who's saying God rest his soul probably shot someone in the back of the head and no one knows about it and they're living their life. I imagine, dude, if you're one of the, if you got away with murder back then, you would probably just look in the mirror every night. You'd be like, good night. Good, oh, good night to the, my eight kids. Charles, Elizabeth, Eliza, um, Canterbury, uh, Lauren, um, Mellifluous, <laughs> um, who else? Uh, Nigel, Nigel, come give Daddy a kiss. That's a callback. Um, Ray, and uh, Kevin. No, it's not gonna work. I couldn't think of any names. Anyway, you see all those, and then you go and you go to bed, and then you then you kiss, and then you kiss Elizabeth, your wife. Good good night. And you kiss her good night. And you go, good night, sweetheart. I'm just gonna go get ready for bed. And she goes, okay. I love you. And then she, she starts to go to sleep. And then you go and you close the door. He closes, closes the bathroom door very slowly. And he, and he does the thing where he turns the door so that when he closes it, it doesn't really make a sound. And then the lock, then the little lock thing goes into the, the door side piece. Don't know how to explain the mechanics of doors. But then he goes, and it's only there's only candlelight because there's no electricity, which makes it spookier, you know? And, but, he, but, he, but he somehow turns it down even more. Like, I think maybe it's oil. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's dark. And it's just, you just see his face. And, he's, and he's, he's taking off his wig or what, I don't know, whatever. And he's looking in the, he's looking in the mirror and he's just like, yes. We did it, didn't we? And nobody will know. Ha. And he just, and, and just stares at himself. We were the one that squashed his noggin, weren't we? They'll, they'll never find out. Because there's no forensic science. And he knew the word forensic science somehow. There's no forensic science. You walked up to him while he was taking a piss at his tree outside his barn. And you exploded his head. And then you walked away. And changed your shoes just in case someone tried to... I don't know. Track them. But who gives a shit? Because there's no way they'll know that you murdered a man. And you keep it with you every night. And you have you have a, a couple couple pieces of his hair that you keep in a little locket. And you look at him and you go, ha ha ha, we murdered you. We'll get away with it for the rest of our life. And then, that's just his life. But then, that's why people on their deathbed 
would be like, I have things to... That's why there used to be priests on your deathbed, because you'd have to admit... The priest would be like, do you have anything to say before you die? And you'd be like, hey, I killed seven people and no one ever found out. And the priest and the priest would be like, whenever he was asking, do you have anything to admit? He just meant crimes that you got away with because everyone got away with crimes back then. So you'd be like, so every white person was like, I had slaves. And then they were like, he was like, yeah, of course. And they were like, I was racist. And they're like, yeah, yeah, of course. And then he was like, I've got, I killed like seven, I just killed like seven people. And then the priest was like, oh, okay, yeah, fuck. And the priest, you know, he has to do his job. So he's like, oh, I guess I absolve you of those. But that's pretty fucked up. He's like, I wish I could have done something to, you know, get you in trouble for that. But I guess, but he was, he was confident. He was like, God will, God's going to take care of this. Even though you kind of just, right before your death, kind of just screamed my bad so you wouldn't get in trouble. But definitely a lot of murder back then. Wow. Who would have thought I'd be talking about Noah Webster for 20 minutes? Not me. And you know, you know what? We can go viral with this one. Probably not, but that was, that was fun for me, honestly. That was fun for me. I didn't know a lot of this stuff. Um... What do I have for... Dude, Ari Palmer, I don't know if you listen still. I hope you do. You sent me your Hinge profile a long time ago for Lily and I to dissect. And, you know, it just hasn't come up. And I'm sorry about that. And next episode with Lily, we will be. I promise. I I promise. I promise, dude. Okay? Mark my words. Um, did you guys see, uh, did you guys see, uh, buff, the buff goat? Did you guys see this buff goat? Bro, why am, why are my notes not updating, dude? Just work. I'm trying to do this shit on my computer. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do shit. Come on. Come on, notes. There we go. They updated. Thank you. Thank you, Steve Jobs. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, here we go. What's this Instagram? Not not the right one. Nope, not the right one. Where the fuck is a buff goat? Where is this? Dude, I mean this this is just a palate cleanser. I'm not gonna be able to find it. Well, you know, man. Sometimes, sometimes the shit doesn't work out, and you get you get unhappy about it. And I mean, I could. Oh, here we go. Hell yeah, dude! I found it. Got just gotta look at the, just gotta look at the, the group chat with my brothers because I send them all the crazy shit. Um, dude, look at this fucking goat. Oh. He looks like a horse, dude. Me? Look at this dude. Hey, Demister Gold. What is this guy saying? How you doing? Okay. See you later. Hey, buddy. Bro, he. it looks like someone took the head of a goat and put it on, like, I was going to say a mini horse. I don't know. This shit is huge. This guy is the goat. This is the goat of all goats. 
and some shit like this gets dropped and you just look at it and you're just like, dude, imagine trying to ride this goat. He, his horns are so small. You know what? That's why he's so big. Hey, Demister Goat. Because he's got... Oh, he's just a Demister Goat. Look, you How know you what? This is, why, this is why he's so buff, dude. His horns are like low-key kind of small. So he to overcompensate, this dude has been hitting the gym. He's been hitting creatine. He's been hitting protein five times a day. He's probably been on some sort of juice just trying to get big, get the giant traps that he does have. And that fat ass that he has as well to overcompensate for the fact that he's got small horns. Much like there's the stereotype that a lot of men do that to overcompensate for having small dicks. And I'm going to be honest, I think that's maybe true. I think that's true more with cars and shit. Working out, a lot of dudes just are vain as fuck and they like working out and getting big. And also, it feels good. And it feels good when you do it. I mean, I'm a big fan of it, so... I don't think it's about small cocks, to be honest. I don't think Arnold's got a small dick. I don't think Colin Von, whatever the hell that guy is, Dorth Lundgren, I don't think any of those guys um, have small dicks, to be honest. I don't think the Mountain has a small dick. I think maybe they look... I think, honestly, they're doing a disservice to themselves because every time they get bigger, it's going to make their dick look smaller in comparison, but... I don't think it's a small dick thing. I think the car, any other flashy shit like that, usually more, usually more of a small dick thing. Um, so yeah, there's Buff Goat. Oh, and then we're gonna have. So so Buff Goat was just, he was just fun. Sometimes you know shit like that happens, and I'm like, let me just bring this up so people can, people can know what's going around in the viral, the virality. Yo, a lot of you guys will be sending me, a lot of you guys be, a lot of you guys will send me videos of restaurants doing wild shit with their food, and I love it, okay? Ever since that rant, you'll send me that shit, and I love it. Keep doing it. I hate all these, I love to hate watch all these videos, okay? Because this is just, this is just another part of the segment, which is unnecessary food. And this is this one is waffles stacked with crispy chicken, eggs, smothered in chorizo sauce, and hollandaise. Well, let's look at it. I mean, always with the stupid music behind it to try and distract you enough. Oh, I mean, dude, that looks like shit. Oh, oh, dude, the hollandaise sauce. Oh, dude, I'm going to throw up. Oh, that was Chipotle sauce. Now, this is hollandaise. Dude, that looks so... That looks so bad. It looks so fucking bad. Chicken, waffles, bacon, eggs on top of it. It's already like... Dude, unless you're going to Church's Chicken or... um, Fuck, what's the chicken and waffles place in LA? The famous one that I used to go to. Chicken and waffles. Um, what the fuck is it called? No. How am I going to forget the name of this place? Um, Roscoe's. Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Yes. Unless you're going to Roscoe's. Yes. That feels good, dude. It feels so good to remember shit. Um, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Unless you're going to Roscoe's. 
or churches in LA, most chicken and waffles are kind of whack, honestly. I mean, they put them on top, but then you want to, you got to like eat them separately. But to mix them all together like this, oh, fuck, it's such a, this is such a waste of all this food, dude. No one's going to eat any of this shit. If you have to smother food in hollandaise sauce and chorizo chipotle sauce, that shit probably isn't good and it wasn't cooked well. All right? You know how you know barbecue is fucking bomb? When you eat that shit and you don't need to put any sauce on. Now, don't get me wrong. I know there's a lot of opinions on barbecue. The sauce makes it better and it's great to have it. But if that shit was cooked well enough and it was, re- it was smoked well and it was seasoned well, if you eat that shit straight off the bomb, you're just gonna, you're just, it's going to make you go, oh, yeah. You're going to say that out loud. That's how you know that shit is good. You don't need any sauces for it. Fucking bullshit. Um, let's, uh, so there's a few segments we're going to do now, okay? And I'm not even, this isn't even a segue into another segment, but I'm just telling you guys. I like bad food segment. Okay, we're segments podcast now. Now, will I do any of them next week? Only time will tell because I don't stay consistent with basically anything. Who knows? But so we have the bad food segment. Okay. We have the bad ads segment. I love bad ads specifically for like working out. We did it with the super coffee last week. We've done it with the guy with the jaws are size. I love that shit. It's so funny how stupid the people are that make these ads and think that they'll work and how a lot of dumb people fall for it. It's on both sides and a lot of people do fall for it. It's crazy. But we got that. We got bad ads. We got check the vibe. And we also, you know, we also got some, we got psycho of the week, dude. We got psycho of the week. Okay, and we won't only always have that, but this, but, where's my Instagram? But this psycho of the week, fucking Rude's day one listener, yo, so he sent in, um, he works for a trucking company. I'm not going to be specific about it, okay, because I'm going to respect his identity, because he, oh, what the fuck, I can't search for, where is he? Rude's, where are you, dude? So he works for this trucking company, right? And he's starting to train people. And dude, someone straight up drove. Damn, bro. Isn't it great when you when you go through your DMs and then you click on one that hasn't been responded to and you're like, oh, maybe they didn't see it. And then they did see it, and you're like, damn. That sucks. Um let me find this. I know his name. I know your name is Rudy, but I just like calling you Rudes because it's just fun, dude. It's just straight up fun. Gonna have to go on my phone to do it. It's not as good on. There we go. So yo, so all right, so so Rudy, check this shit out. So he goes, he has got a trainee, right? This chick drove a 15-foot truck 
up the ramp to the second floor of this place. Which, number one, I don't know why you would want to do that. But she drove this shit up to the second floor where the trucks don't fit. She hit the sprinklers and the fire alarm went off for an hour. And it flooded the elevators. It's like 20K in damages. And the truck, he sent this picture. Let me see. Let me see. How do I? How the fuck would I put this on the computer? I got to save it and then, and then airdrop it. The shit I do for you guys. I love you all. Um, dude, and then she um, flooded it. All of this, dude, I mean, it's crazy what some people do without thinking. And, I, you know, I don't think sometimes too. But, like, wild that someone did this. It, it, it really makes you go like, oh, there it is. Right? Are we receiving it? Come on. Come on. Receive it. There we go. Sending. Sent. It, this kind of shit just makes you realize there are dumb people in the world or people that shouldn't be in charge of shit. And that's okay. And that person needs to understand that and be okay with that and go, oh, okay. Maybe I don't work well under pressure. Or, oh, I shouldn't be driving a vehicle. I don't know. I just, Psycho of the Week goes out to this girl. I mean, yo, look at this. Open. I need a producer. Dude, look. This shit is on the ceiling. I don't, I don't even know how they're going to get it out of there. That's crazy. I drive a truck, so this is like my biggest nightmare is hitting the ceiling with the truck. And she scraped this shit. I mean, dude, she she committed. Good for her. Wow. Dude, he had to let the air out of the tires just to move the truck. Wow. I mean, psycho of the week goes out to her. Good job. Good fucking job. Hey, you know what? You realize that you shouldn't drive trucks ever. That's what you realized. And we're forgiven, but you also need to go, fuck, you know what? Maybe I should never do that again. Maybe I should never fucking do that again. Um, what are we at, 45? This has, been, this has been good, dude. We had to chill out for a second. The train, you know, the train now, we're coasting down a hill, dude. We got to the top of the mountain. We got there. And now the guys, he's just playing some, like, He's playing some like Stairway to Heaven, slow music, because you got to go, you got to have ups and downs, dude. You can't be going fucking 100 miles an hour the entire time. You get used to it. It's too much. It's an overload. So he's going up and down. He's feeling good. And he's in, and, and the conductor is like, you know, I, I stopped putting coal in the engine. The conductor's like, okay, let's go down the hill a little bit. Let's coast, dude. The vibe right now is coasting, dude. So we're just coasting. Talked about Buff Goat. Oh, you know what I did want to, dude, the, so, so dude, 2020 has been a dumpster fire, basically every bad thing you can use to describe it, it has been, but it also has constantly dropped shit 
that you're like, this is, I never would have guessed this would have happened. This sounds like it's for a movie, but now shit is so crazy that I'm not even surprised by it. For example, if you had told me a year ago that Vin Diesel was going to drop a debut song, a pop song, I would have laughed in your face and I would have gone, that's so funny, dude. How I would have go, I would go, how funny would it be if he actually did that? That would be insane. That'd be the, that'd be one of the craziest things ever for him to just try and make that switch, that right turn, just, just completely pivot to somewhere else and just go, you know what? Fuck it. I make music now. Everything's connected anyway. Everyone's just trying to be famous on TikTok anyway. I might as well just make some song. I would have laughed and said, dude, that's great. And I also would have gone, there's no way he would do something as insane as that because people still have some of their wits about them. Well, 2020 is the year that Vin Diesel dropped a pop song and they played it on Kelly Clarkson's show, which by the way, I didn't even know she had a show. They played it on the Kelly Clarkson show. And I guess there's a virtual audience that is a bunch of screens. So the people are just there in front of their computers and they know they're being filmed. It's so awkward. So fucking awkward. But they drop. I'm going to play the full song. And you know what? It's probably going to get me taken off of YouTube, but whatever. Dude, you got you got it. You have to go to the YouTube to watch this. Look at the people dancing to it. Oh my god. This is so awkward. This guy, this guy's killing it. Fuck yeah, I love this guy. This guy's good. This guy, dude, this guy is good too. You know what? I love I love the people that are like, they know they're being watched. I mean, dude. Some some people are, you know what I love about I love the people in this that are like, you know what, I'm on camera. Fuck it, I'm gonna fully go for it. And those are the people that I love on this. Yeah. Like and in the in the, in the artwork is just his face close up, close up, like with his eyes closed. They didn't even take the watermark from where they used to make this video. Oh, wait, maybe the guy made this. Yeah, the guy made this. I'm stupid. Dude, look, oh, this one girl froze. Hell yeah, dude. Some people are just fucking swaying. This guy. This guy's killing it. Love this guy. This guy, too. He's great. I mean, she's good. This guy, too. Look, look at his face. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Hell yes. Those guys were the best. Look, I'm happy that they went on those people at the end. Dude, Vin Diesel made a song. you guys hear that i can't even my brain is like trying to process and even have any opinion on it and i'm just completely just just shocked bro what he made a song what possibly he just like hey you know i've been like fuck it you know literally that was him one day he woke up 
And he's like, should I make a song? And uh, he's like, yeah, fuck it. He debuted it on Kelly Clarkson's show. Wow. I mean, dude. Let's see it. This is crazy. I mean, I lo- honestly, I also love this. Because I'm just like, I'm just like, you know what? Now, do whatever. Who can Like, just, yeah, make a song. Who? You're Vin Diesel, and now you're a pop star. And that's what the world is coming to. Everyone is just, everyone's just becoming everything. No one just stays in their lane anymore. Everyone just goes, I'm a pop star now. I've got a podcast. I, I have my own show. I also make origami, dude. I sell shit on Etsy. Just like everyone's doing everything now. No one can focus on one thing. I mean, I'm one to talk, dude. I'm ADD as fuck, but. Who actually has a new single dropping today. Check this out. Kelly, I am so honored. Oh, dude, I love him. I, I do, will say. Wearing sunglasses inside. Fucking wild. The sunglasses he's wearing inside. For no reason. Wearing like a blue bomber jacket. Like freaking iridescent bomber jacket. He's, You know why I love him? Because he doesn't realize how much of a character he is. And he's also completely himself. But also might be all an act. Now there's no way. He really is like this. To be able to debut my music on your show He's trying to make his voice solo because you since you first ah, one idol what is, he's he's trying to go off script and, and it's not working have somehow maintained your authenticity i am blessed that on a year that i would normally be on a movie set and as you know that's not possible <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. As you know, that's not possible. It's like <laughs> As you know. <laughs> he does the thing. His voice is solo. It's it seems like like there are people just scraping fans back together. Or, that's not possible. I've had another creative outlet. Oh. Another way to show you oh, or share with you uh-huh. my heart. Yeah, he's making it about sharing his heart. And to that end, uh, one of the people that first believed in me was Kygo. So uh, I am now going to debut the first song oh. on Kygo's label. Feels like. Wait, wait, wait. Is he having a I album? do. I hope you like it. Didn't seem like she liked it at all. Wow. What? What the fuck? Why did it? Why did YouTube just do that? Oh God. Fun to drive. Are you kidding me, dude? Are you kidding me? Trains get, getting brought to a halt. There's sheep on the tracks. Come on, come on, sheep. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Here we go. We're back to it. Oh, whoa! It brings you back to where you. Wait, I already knew that happened. I'm sorry. Brandigan and Terrell. Now, without further ado, here's a sneak peek of Vince's collaboration with Kygo, Feel Like I Do. Here's the people dancing. Here's the people dancing. I mean, dude, honestly, I think I kind of like this song. 
I mean, it's just. I want to hear, dude. I, I'm gonna get demonetized, and I don't care because enough of you guys don't watch it. So let's. Is it only on Kelly Clarkson's show? Can I? Can I not listen to it anywhere else? What? That's it? No way. Well, I feel like I do. Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah, here we go. I had to look up the songs then. We'll end on this, dude. Okay, so what? And freeze, dude. Honestly, I'm a, I fucking like this song, dude. I, <laughs> oh, I can't believe my stupid ass likes this song, but I do like this song for real, and here's why. Because it wasn't produced by Vin Diesel, dude. It wasn't produced by Vin Diesel. It's produced by Kygo, who is an EDM producer. So he was like, let me just make a really easy beat that people are going to like. And then we'll put Vin Diesel on it. And he'll sing. And then we will auto-tune and mess with his voice a shit ton until it sounds good. And then it's a song with Vin Diesel. And it's going to get millions of views because it has Vin Diesel on it. And I'm a fucking marketing genius. That's what Kygo all said in his head. In the mirror when he was going to sleep. And he's like, and they'll never find out. Because he also killed, he also popped someone's watermelon. Uh, he also exploded someone's watermelon dome. Um, I love it, dude. I love it. I love Vin Diesel's song. I, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm a basic-ass bitch with this. And who cares? And guess what I'm playing? Guess what I'm playing on Friday, on my birthday, when I wake up? Vin Diesel's new song, dude. Fuck it. If shit like this is going to happen and it's 2020, I'm just going to fully embrace it. And you know what? Throwing more coal in the engine and we're going 120 miles an hour right into the world where Vin Diesel is a pop star. All right? That's what's happening. Vin Diesel's got a new fucking song and I love it. And that's where it ends, dude. I'm a thought. I love Vin Diesel's new song. 58 minutes. Perfect, dude. Didn't think we were going to end like this, but it's great. I didn't even play the God loud screaming thing, and I'm going to do it right now. Perfect. All right, dude. Here, here's, here's what's happening, man. All right? You you were just on the, the crazy train that is We're All Psychos for an hour, and it's good. And guess what? We were white-knuckling it sometimes, and we were coasting some other times, and we vibe-checked. And guess what? You're back in the station, dude. You're back in the station. And you're welcome back whenever. You're welcome you're welcome back whenever you'd like, okay? But we will see you next week, all right? Thank you for listening. I love you all. Stay safe, all right? Be kind to each other. We need more love in the world. Let's keep it going. And I mean that sincerely. Vin Diesel has a new pop song. What the fuck is happening? Just be kind to each other, all right? We will talk to you soon, psychos. Bye.